Today I want to ask you a very simple, straightforward question as we come into Shabbos Noach. How much would you be willing to forgive? How far would you be willing to go? Would you be willing to forgive your parent if they attempted to kill you? Would you? Well, somebody did. His name was Avram. Avram's father, Terach, was a general at the monarch of the time, or dictator of the time, a guy by the name of Nimrod. It's funny that Nimrod has been adopted by some people as a nice Hebrew name, but no, he wasn't a nice guy, and the name Nimrod means rebel anyway. But this Nimrod fellow considered himself a god. And he made everybody else consider him a god. And if you didn't believe him, him as god, then you deserve the death penalty. And there was one fellow, Avram, who didn't believe that Nimrod was a god. He believed in one god, a god you cannot see, because he's beyond any definition. He just is. He was the first monotheist, a person who believed in monotheism, the idea that there is a god that the human comprehension cannot fully grasp, but the existence is obvious. Now, Terach, loyal to his boss, and a bit weirded out by his son's strange ideas, hands his son over, Avram, to Terach, who then throws him into the furnace. Now, he knew that Terach, uh, that Nimrod would throw him into the furnace. Terach, Avram's dad, was very clear what's going to happen. There was, there was no like, oh, but my dad didn't really know um, he was drunk. No, his father knew very, very well. And yet, at the end of this week's Parsha, we read about Avram staying with his father for a long time to make sure his father's taken care of until his father dies. He was fully conscious and aware and considerate of his dad and his feelings. And I ask you a simple question. How in the world do you forgive a dad that tried to kill you? Hmm? What do you do? What do you tell yourself? He was dysfunctional. He had a bad childhood. Um, he had a temper problem. The irony is actually that later on, um, Avram is told by God to sacrifice Yitzchak, and he's not successful. It's almost like a repeat, but this time it was because God really told him to do so. So, and Yitzchak not only forgives his dad, he's grateful for his dad for willing to do that. But at least over there, Yitzchak and Avram believed in the same God. So Yitzchak could at least understand his father Avram for trying to sacrifice him. But over here, Avram believes in God. His father believes in nonsense. His father is not willing to tolerate him. And because of Avram's belief in God, he's willing to throw him into the furnace. Now, why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because if you look at the original stories of the Torah, one after another, family dysfunction. Adam and Eve have two children. One son, one son kills the other son. 
Noah and Nama have three sons, and one of his sons ends up castrating the dad and raping him. It's just, it's mad. It's mad dysfunction. Avram, the next major character in the story of humankind, is thrown in by his father into the furnace. And yet, he forgives. And yet, he forgives. I've heard a lot of horror stories about how parents treat their children. Many. I've heard a lot of horror stories about how children treat their parents. Unfortunately, the most heartbreaking stories to hear is not when somebody goes through abuse through a random criminal, but when somebody goes through abuse and hurt through a family member. And in no way can we ever justify abuse and hurt. But forgiveness is not justification. Forgiveness is that despite all the hurt you've done to me, there is still a tiny place for you in my life. Because you're my mom. Because you're my dad. And you brought me into this world. Because you're my child. And I brought you into this world. My heart breaks by the amount of families that are broken. I thought I understood how widespread the issue is. I didn't. It's beyond widespread. It's rampant. And some of those stories are hair-raising. How parents could do certain things to a child boggles the mind. How a child could do certain things to a parent boggles the mind. How siblings could do certain things to each other. I don't know. I'll be honest. I still don't get it. I don't get it. And I, ne- I hope I never will. It's family, friends. You don't have to be best friends, but you do not backstab your family. But even when that happens, and one family member has the moral weakness and the lack of moral imagination to do something so hurtful to a loved one, to somebody that one day they're going to sit shiva for, Allahically, they would be responsible to sit shiva for. True greatness that we can learn from Avram, who forgave his dad, or Joseph, who forgave his brothers for throwing him into a pit, is being able to say that even though what you did is unjustifiable, and I'm not even going to excuse what you did, dad, mom, my son, my daughter, my brother, my sister, my spouse. But there's a place. There's always going to be a place for you. I know this is a heavy topic to address. And I know that if you've gone through something like that in your life, you might be thinking, who the hell is he to talk? Fair enough. And you're right. Although I may have been hurt in my life, I've never been hurt the way many people have. And I've, I grew up with healthy parents and functional family and functional siblings. But I also grew up in a family of people who forgave. I grew up with parents who themselves were hurt 
and who forgave with their whole heart. And maybe that taught me something. And that is no matter what, family is family. Shabbat Shalom.